Welcome to the Nasred Podcast, or Nasred Talks About Movies, a place where movies are discussed. Today we have a very cool, amazing conversation between myself and Lucas Lee Graham, a friend of mine who's also a director of photography who worked on such films as Escape from Tomorrow and most recently Suburban Gothic. We had a great conversation, and towards the end, uh, Lucas was kind enough to help me with my Tinder because I'm miserable at it. So please enjoy this conversation between myself and Lucas Lee Graham. And also, Lucas and I met on a film called Little Blue Pill, a film which I, I believe was first mentioned uh, when I spoke with Rick Darge, and who also comes up in this conversation. And uh, all of us who worked on the film Little Blue Pill, which if you if you can't find it, it's available on Amazon, please get it. Uh, we're like, it was an amazing experience making that film. And that's how we met. And so in the conversation, we uh, do talk a little bit about that. And, uh, you know, it, it was all around. It was a good conversation, a good cinematic, amazing conversation. And uh, I do hope you enjoy my conversation with Lucas Lee Graham. Lucas. Hey man, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Um, listen, so I'm just going to begin, okay? We met seven years ago on our mutual friend's film, Aaron Godfrey's Little Blue Pill. First of all, I wanted to ask you, what were you doing in Budapest? Uh, we were, uh, so I still work with Aaron quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's the head of production at Omaze. Mm-hmm. So I come in and shoot Which is, him. Omaze is a charity organization and they do these well, like really cool videos. And They're a for-profit. Right. Kind of, almost, almost think of them like an ad agency almost yeah. for... Uh, charity or for for charity groups. So right. what you do is you buy like a, a raffle ticket, and anyone can buy, and then you uh, get to go have these once in a lifetime experiences. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We were over there working, trying to. Sorry, dude, I'm breathing. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's cool. I want the breathing. It always I takes want... me a little bit to like forget, remember to breathe. And yeah, call yeah. Down when I start. No, no, that's cool. You're you fine. Know, I'm just not. I'm sweating. Yeah, dude. Oh, I sweat like a motherfucker. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm the tip. biggest sweater ever. <laughs> like, when I talk to certain people, too. It's not yeah. because of that. I'm just hot right now. But, like, yeah. when I get put on the spot, I sweat. Yeah. Like, and you can see it <laughs> in my face. It's the most horrible thing. So, anyways, we were over there, and uh, they're raffling off an experience to go to the set of the new Blade Runner movie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, we were oh, over wow. there on the set of the new Blade Runner movie. Shooting interviews with Gosling and Harrison Ford. And yeah. We actually get to meet Ridley Scott for a quick second. Ooh. Wow. He didn't do any of the stuff with us. We just got to kind of see him wander around. Yeah. Was he cool? He was just kind of in the zone? He was, he was just doing his thing. Yeah. He just stayed out of his way, which yeah, seemed yeah. kind of like everyone had a reverence for him. So that oh, yeah. was kind of the status quo. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to ask you something. I'm going to go chronologically because there are a number of things that I mean, okay. should we tell these people who i am i don't know that oh I'm... well there's going to be a preamble before 
like I'm, I cut these all together, oh, and so okay. I'm going to sort of explain who exactly you are, <laughs>、okay. so they know. You、yeah. know what I mean? I don't know But、that. one thing that I'm going to say, mention in the preamble, was my first introduction to you was this. Oh, the Eighth Samurai was the Eighth Samurai, yeah, and the in the preamble, I will.、Oh, sorry, what? I said that's the one that started it. Yeah,、all. yeah, yeah. And this was how many years ago did you make the Eighth Samurai? And for everybody that doesn't know, which there again, there will be a preamble. But the Eighth Samurai was this short film. D- written and directed by Justin Ambrosino. Ambrosino, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's about it's kind of about Akira Kurosawa. It's kind of like a speculative sort of. Yeah, it, well, it, it takes place in the universe of Seven Samurai. Right. The, the making of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy was cast as the eighth and then gets fired. Yeah. So and, he kind of goes through the stages of grief. Yeah. Dealing with that. And I remember when I saw that because before I met you and Aaron was like putting together a little blue pill. Hi, are you? Are you all right? Yeah. No, yeah okay. Cool. <laughs> he was putting together a little blue pill, and at some point, he hooked up with Dave Zamet, and they then, went to college together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They in Portland or yeah, something. Yeah, Linfield. Yeah, and and then he he told me about this director of photography that did this movie that this short film that was notorious. I mean, not notorious because that means bad, but like that was famous pretty much in in the world of AFI in, in of American Film Institute. I mean, notorious. Notorious is a good word. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah,、right. it was notorious. And、yeah. in fact, Dave, I don't know if you two knew each other, but he knew of that right before he even knew. Yeah,、you. I didn't know Dave because he was the year below me at AFI. Oh yeah, and, and really like. AFI is so insular, like、yeah. in your own year. Yeah. Like I barely know some of the screenwriters from my year, so a producing major, right, a year below me. There's、right. no way. And okay, so this is the thing that I wanted to bring up with the Eighth Samurai. That、yeah. was shot on 35 millimeter film. No, no? man, that was shot on the F 900. Really? Yeah. Oh well, then that puts a wrench on everything that I wanted to talk about. I thought that was shot on 35 millimeter film. No, I mean we can talk about shooting. Oh yeah, no, 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 that's but... fine. That's fine. But、uh, so no, what was、yeah. that like?、Uh, You know what the trick to that movie is? Why it looks like it was shot in that era is,、uh, like very dogmatically, I made us only use lights that were available in that. I、era. see, I see. So the lighting is identical to what they had access to. Oh wow, to. wow! And did you guys like you put it in black? This is a dumb question, but like you put it in black and white in post, right? Like yeah, you, exactly. You, wow. So you know the camera color, it shoots color, right? I mean, we never looked at it in color though.、Uh-huh. So it was all the monitors were dialed with like lookup tables to what I wanted it to. Be right in, in the end, right?、And、so, wow. It, I mean, it was one of those things that, and then when I met you in Portland, I just asked you a bunch of. That, that's kind of how we bonded. I remember the night very specifically, like me and Aaron Kuban, the main actor in Little、yeah. Blue Pill. We got to Portland, and then I was just, and I remember I met you at the barbecue before, and I was kind of like, kind of asking you questions about the Eighth、oh, Samurai yeah, right. because,、It's- because the thing is, here's the thing, and it's. Kind of the same thing with suburban gothic, and you, that your friend Ricky Bates, your homie,、oh, yeah. is when I watch Eighth Samurai, I could tell that the person that made it understood the grammar of like Japanese cinema and Asian sort of you know Akira that kind of thing, right?、Yeah. And it really like it was one of my first things. Sort of like before then, I had a few friends. I had Aaron Godfrey, and we were good friends and stuff. We're still good friends.、Um, was It was the first time meeting a peer、mm-hmm. and having respect, as opposed to getting <laughs> Thanks, fucked、man. up and competitive and and oh fuck this guy or whatever. It was like oh wow, this is what my peers look like, and they're actually doing cool things, and I'm not above 
anything because I, I used to be pretty arrogant. Man, that's what? a hell of a compliment. Oh yeah. Thanks, oh dude. cool. Well, well uh, let me hit, let me hit a couple points. Yeah, go ahead for you. So, notorious. The film is notorious. Prob- Holy fucking shit. plane. Sorry, it's Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was right there. <laughs> yeah. It was. That's I was going to play the Indiana Jones music for the media, but <laughs> I because awesome. I, I thought if he died, I'd look like such oh, a dick. That would suck. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead. Um, he actually did. I went to the John Williams Award, uh-huh. the AFI Award for John Williams winning Lifetime, and he talks like extensively of how that fucking music like <laughs> follows him. Yeah, everywhere yeah, he yeah, does. yeah, like, yeah. He'll be walking down the street, and the tour bus will come by, and the, they'll jam it on da, the da, radio. Da, yeah, yeah so, that's pretty funny. If you'd have done it, <laughs> yeah. he probably would have been pissed. Yeah, yeah, it, it would have been a dick move on my part. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, but go ahead. So notorious. I mean, yeah, I, notorious is a good term for most of my films. Mm-hmm. Um, Eight Samurai. We were told, do not make a movie for your thesis film that's in Japanese. And as a cinematographer, if you make a movie that's black and white, you won't get a job afterwards. Yeah. And they couldn't have been more wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because so. the what happened afterwards was it got all this like acclaim and recognition. It's a beautiful. I mean, not to totally blow you, but like no, it's no, it's it's, it's really go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, no. I mean, it really it really did blow me away. You know, like Thanks. it was it was like whoa, like my peers know what's up you know like the people yeah. that like you know they can't there are people that care actually well you know? i think look i always say that it's more important to me to be an artist than it is to be a filmmaker right. or a cinematographer yeah so uh, my background is obviously cinematography and photography but i also studied art history in college yeah and really looked at japanese art a lot yeah. and it's something i really love and if you look at composition in traditional Japanese paintings, mm-hmm. they're different than Western. Right. They're almost more of a vertical composition. And mm-hmm. you look at, you know, scroll art's very famous in Japan. Yeah. And it's meant to be looked at as you roll it up and down. Right, right. And we, of course, as Westerners, we throw it in a museum and look at the whole thing as a long yeah. strip. So when you start breaking down aesthetics that way, I think it's easy to find, you know, right, right. how to shoot a movie that looks like that. So you and Justin... At what point are you like, okay, we're not going to... Were you guys like, okay, we're not going to listen to anybody. We're going to, you know, do our thing. We're going to, you know... Like, at what point were you guys like... I, You know, I mean, because you said people said, don't make it in Japanese. Don't do this. Don't do that. At what point were you guys like, well, fuck it. I, we want to do that. Like, how does it make it... What makes it so important that, you know... Well, you, dude, truth be told, uh, we kind of were always like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. you wanted to do that from the start. Yeah. Um, I was already like in trouble at AFI at that time. I was on academic probation. Oh, actually. really? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, AFI was not one of my favorite experiences in life, but I learned a shit ton there. Oh, wow. Um, but I kind of felt like they wanted to create cogs for the studio machine right. that plugged in. Right. And I was just never that type of filmmaker. I see. And, you know, my first film was a film they said that couldn't be made. And they were right, because it is a fucking disaster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Wait, was this before Eighth yeah, Samurai? Are, so you do three cycle films your first year. And right. Then, you know, your thesis film is the one you take into the world. Yeah. Uh, and then my second one was a 1930s, like, bomber uh-huh. movie. Yeah. Again, they said it couldn't be done, but we kind of pulled that one off. But, you know, I looked at, like, Das Boot a lot for that. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we jumped the line, like, immediately into the film. Yeah. Which, of course, they all thought was a mistake. Yeah. And we did, like, no, we were going to jump the line everywhere, like they uh-huh. do in Das Boot. Yeah. And we just wanted to, like, form that aesthetic right off the bat. So, and then I made a black exploitation film. Oh, yeah? With a black director who wrote it. And we were both big fans of, uh, like, 
seventies movies, like yeah, Shoot yeah, Back yeah, and yeah, yeah, Shaft, and, yeah, the good uh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so we made this film, and that was the one. Like a certain professor who's notorious at AFI for being kind of an asshole. Oh yeah, like refused to review my film. It's, really, that's kind of a legendary Wait, moment this among is, my class. This is kind of trippy for me because yeah. I always assumed that everybody that came out of AFI, and this is coming from like my experience with Little Blue Pill, I thought everybody that came out of AFI was like, yeah, AFI, right? You know, like it's it's the 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 place to be, and it, there's like a stamp of approval. I mean, do you keep in touch with everybody? Oh that, yeah, I mean the people I met there were incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, AFI is weird. Like, you look, go to USC and there's all these buildings that an alumni donate money. AFI, yeah. not so yeah. much, you know. But you, you know what Rick Darge said? He said that AFI is kind of elitist. It's very elitist. Yeah, you would say yeah. so. Yeah. Well, and they kind of like, it's like Juilliard, the approach where, you know, like, as opposed to being kind to artists and let them experiment, it's all about like, this is kind of like that whiplash guy yeah, who's yeah. just a fucking I haven't seen dick. that, but I know what oh, you mean. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. You know, that's like their approach. And yeah. that works for a lot of people, and they've had success with it. So then what you did... Know, but what, it leaves a bad taste in yeah. people's mouth. So then when I feel like it, I'm shitting all over it. No, 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 it's fine. This is great, actually. <laughs> but I mean, I, I gotta be honest with you. After like my experience with Little Blue Pill, yeah. I really did feel like I went to AFI. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everybody, like Dave, you, and, and you know, it, it felt like, and it was like such a great experience yeah. for me. But then, so, okay, so rap fucking helicopter or something yeah, is going by. Just, but let, listen, just let it go. Okay. Motherfucker. You're, you're gonna, you cut it, right? No, I keep my fucks. Like, like if you listen to the other ones. No, I mean, you t- cut it. Do you, you edit this? Or yeah, yeah. I, I, I cut it like there's a thing at the beginning okay. and a thing at the end. I've only listened to you and Rick talk. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Rick be like, okay, you're going to cut this part out. Yeah. I just left it's it pretty amazing. But I asked him. Okay, but so wrapping up 8th Samurai, because I want to get to uh, Excision, Suburban Gothic, and Escape from I mean, Tomorrow. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, yeah. So uh, w- the last thing on AFI is like, you learn a lot. Yeah. You know, and sometimes growth is painful. Right. And AFI is not the place that's going to, like, pat you on the back and hold your hand when wow. you're growing. They will kick dirt in your eye. Wow. And that's just their approach. And they and it works for them. Yeah. So then what was the reaction when this was, when Eighth Samurai was all done? They were and- 100% supportive once the film was made. Oh, that must because feel it great. Made, it made them look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, that's the cynical, but I think part of it is they want... You know, they try to prepare people for the bumps and bruises of a filmmaker's life. But w- so. would you say they give good preparation for all that? Like, you seem to be doing great, you know? Yeah, like, I Dave mean, and- look, it's, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. So it's like, looking back, like, I don't know if I'd have made some of the same choices there. Yeah, You yeah. know, but uh, it made me the person I am, so you can't really go back and change that, so why even speculate? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so this is... At what point, because I didn't know this until, okay, so last night I watched Suburban Gothic. You were kind enough to, I think you invited me to the premiere on Facebook. And so I didn't go just because this is my, let me just explain my my history with this film. Uh, Exc- Excision, Excision, which by the way, I'm not the principal DP. Oh, no, no, I know. But then I saw online that you were in the electrical department or something. And no, I just, no, no? I shot second, basically the second unit. Yeah, that's what it said on IMDb. Yeah. So this is what happened. And this ties into you, okay? Okay. What happened was, do you remember there was these stores called Blockbusters, and they had <laughs> videos and shit? Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, this is from Blockbuster, okay? And okay. every time I would go visit Blockbuster, I would always see this excision, 
and yeah. it, it has a cool cover and it just looked like something that's like right up my alley right. you know what I mean and so every time I would go I would always see it and sort of make a mental note okay eventually I'll get that you know and then Blockbuster started closing down and then this I think was like four ninety nine. so I'm like okay I'm getting it okay yeah. so I watch it with my friend who's also named Lucas mm-hmm. and we watch it and it really did blow me away like I was like wow yeah. this is not just a good horror film this is a good film you know what I mean this was made by somebody that understands the fundamentals of the genre and he also he he's cinematic he's not you know it, it it didn't usually when i see movies by new directors i find them very obnoxious and annoying and i get competitive and i get fucked up and crazy yeah. okay but then i watch this and then so i'm like okay that was a good movie and then i do my thing after i watch the movie of like looking up the guy mm-hmm. and i looked up the guy and then i see he retweeted one of your tweets and I'm like, what? What what is going on here? And then yeah. I, I I see that you were working on his second film, Suburban Gothic. Yeah. How do you two know each other? Because I think this Ricky Ricky Bates is a master. He's master Bates. And and it, <laughs> like like I saw Suburban Gothic, I loved it. And uh, you know, and just so you know, like because you know, I was invited to the thing. I didn't want to go because I didn't want to navel gaze the guy and just be like, oh, wow, you're really oh, great. You know, I want to have made my first feature before I like talk to people and stuff, you know, like, but I watched it. And, and last night I watched Suburban Gothic. I loved it. Like yeah. it was, it was like Nickelodeon on puberty. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it was really fun. And it was like, again, like it, it was one of those things, like it was a joy to watch because the guy understands the genre. So he knows how to have fun within that genre. It was, and the other thing, sorry, I'm talking a lot, but no, like it's it. so, it has the same themes as excision, like this sort of parental sort of thing. And you know, like the, the alienation between the generations and stuff. But it was so much lighter than excision. Yeah. It was, and I, I don't think I'm saying anything out of school because I read this online in an interview or something. But oh, he if said, I, if I disagree with you, oh yeah, you know, you've <laughs> yeah, known me yeah. long enough to know that yeah. I'll be like, he's, no. he said that like he he uh, uh, decided to or wrote suburban gothic because he was in a funk or something like that, and yeah. he sort of made this like thing that was just. And it's just this joyous thing. It's made by someone that knows the genre and knows the kitty appeal to it and stuff. And how do you guys know each other? How did you guys hook up? And uh, so I met. Actually, this is Rick loves to tell this story too. So right. we met at a party, uh-huh. um, fucking years ago. He hadn't even even made Excision yet. He had made the short film of Excision, uh-huh. and uh, he because he went to NYU for undergrad, and I was still at AFI at the time. And my buddy Greg went to NYU with him, who's actually, I'm going to his wedding this week. It's funny, it's all tied together. Um, So, Ricky, (laughs) I met him, and he loves it, because I'm like, I thought you were a fucking asshole the first time I met you. You you thought he was? Yeah. Oh, wow. And so, and he's like, yeah, well, I thought you were cool, and I was trying to, like, impress you. And I'm like, well, you didn't. (laughs) And so, um, then we kind of, we met at a few festivals after that and we just drink a beer at festivals um like he won best horror at show off your shorts and i won something there maybe mm-hmm. it was maybe no, yeah no i won cinematography there for samurai and he won and then we, we saw each other a couple other times and so we just drink a beer and have a good time yeah and then he was shooting excision was probably 80 percent done mm-hmm. and his dp left to go to burning man yeah, and the second unit guy they had hired, um, got like food poisoning and very became very ill yeah. and like just couldn't shoot. Mm-hmm. And so Ricky's just going through his phone, 
And he's like, oh, yeah, shit, I remember Lucas. Because oh, oh. I drank some beers with him. Oh. So I came in, finished excision for him. And uh, then time went on, and we kept trying to get a version of uh, what would become sur- Suburban Gothic. Mm-hmm, made. Mm-hmm. It was called Succession uh-huh. at that time, and oh. it was a much bigger movie. Yeah. And he just kept trying, and it was it was a brutal time for him. Like, really? And I can I know because I know what that time after Escape from Tomorrow was like, where it's like you're in, you're out, you're in. Like they love to like bring you up to the doorstep and yeah. then slam the door in your face. Yeah, yeah. And so he was kind of going through that. And was it because of you know he had just finished Excision and he was sort of making the rounds or something? Or no, it's just it's like the Hollywood fear complex, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, they're afraid of missing the next big guy. Right. But then when they bring him in and get him all the way to the doorstep, they're not afraid to take the risk. Yeah, like, those yeah. idiots live off of fear. Yeah, like yeah That yeah. is their whole life. Yeah, because they're not really artists. Though. Yeah, and they... Well, that's what drives them. And that's why you have all these problems where, where there's no minorities in films and no, mm-hmm. white, no yeah. women represented it. Because they fear all of that. They only know what they know. Right. So, he went through that whole process. And then... Uh, he wrote a much, him and Mark Bruner, the other writer, mm-hmm. wrote a much scaled down, cheaper version of it, which at that time was called Haunting in Edge City. Uh-huh. Uh, Matt came on for the movie and they got the financing uh-huh. and they made it. Uh-huh. Edge City is a mask reference, right? Is that? Yeah, you'd have to ask Rick. Oh, that yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. One day I'll, you know, if I ever see him. You don't need him. I'm yeah, just drinking yeah. beer. Like, we watch football together. Oh, yeah. Sure. He's, yeah, he's you one know, of my like, very good friends. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Suburban Gothic, the bigger version, what did it look like? What was, you know? Uh, basically, it all took place. You know, there's a little girl right. that dies. It all kind of is centered around, because Rick's from Virginia, so centered around this uh, kind of northern army coming in and killing all the Confederate people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so <laughs> that's why it's called Succession, Yeah, that version. So, um, God, I haven't read that script in years, so, you know, I'm digging uh-huh. pretty deep. But it's so when they reference, like, go back to the ghosts instead of a very a single ghost there was yeah. like a whole army of yeah. ghosts so. that dude that play, Ray Weiss oh I man. love Ray Weiss yeah he, that was like one of the great characters you how know? brutal is that scene when him and Matt are upstairs and <laughs> Ray like Matt what's his, his Raymond in the in the movie Matt Goobler pours his heart out yeah, and then oh, and he's like, goes, you're, "You're my Raymond, son. You're my son." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and you're just like, I remember we were shooting yeah. that, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Man. Yeah, I mean, you can. You said he's from Virginia. You can kind of see. Yeah, you know, like there's a thing with that movie, and I, it kept coming back to me. Oh yeah, it's called Suburban Gothic. Mm. Movies have certain wavelengths. That movie is so on the suburban wavelength that it's like, yeah, this guy knows what that hell. Yeah, I mean, is Rick like. is from suburbia, and his dad works in a. As a lobbyist, I believe, and so he's from like oh, right. that DC world. That, yeah, like, and he's just and he's artist. from the suburbs of the DC. Yeah, <laughs> and so he is. The, to me, the only person that that like ta- is tapped into that, like him, is John Waters, who right. is, who's in it, who's Ricky's hero. Yeah, 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 and they're friends. Yeah, so. yeah. How did they? Did he just. I think straight? Ricky just picked up the phone and asked him to be in something. Really? And then he has this. He has this famous picture at his house that uh, John Waters signed and gave it to him. And it, and it says, to a true auteur. Oh. And forever we thought it said, to a true asshole. Because <laughs> the handwriting's bad. Yeah. Both of which are equally cool. Yeah, They're yeah, on yeah, play, yeah. You know? What so, did you shoot Suburban Gothic on? We started out on Canon C500s. And they were kind of very in like very, very infancy. 
and we had some issues with them. Uh-huh. And so we switched to red. Epic. Oh, yeah. It's very candy looking, like yeah. colors and nice. I kind of wanted to to look like a, uh, you know, like we wanted it to be the ultimate sleepover film. Yeah. That was kind of what, like somewhere between Hardy Boys and, you know, never like Spielberg-y though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like no, I didn't get that. Yeah. Anything. No, no, no I didn't get that at all. A little more harsher than that, but yeah. have kind of a retro feel. Right, right, right. Well, so, yeah. Again, it did like feel goosebumps like kind of. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's what I was gonna say. And yeah, yeah. and God bless him for making that. Like, because that's like <laughs> that's because some people don't understand when I say this that there's an innocence to horror. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think he's somebody especially that, that movie. Yeah, like Excision is a whole well, different but thing. Excision. I mean, she's genuinely thinks she can help the sister. Yeah, 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 too, yeah. And do you know what's funny about that movie? One thing. Okay, again, and also people were talking like full spoilers, so I don't. You know, yeah. that last part of Excision where uh, the the mom goes and and it just ends yeah. like that. It's like oh. That's a goosebumps moment right there. Yeah, you know? yeah Tracy Lords is brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sweet lady, too. Like, oh, yeah? Rick, you met her? Yeah, yeah. She was in some of the scenes that I shot. Oh, nice. And, she, and her and Rick are pretty close. Oh, yeah? That's cool. Yeah, so. He seems like a guy with a lot of balls to, you know, like, you know, make his movie. I mean, you have to be, like, you, your first feature is Excision. You yeah. have to be a pretty fearless director. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's weird how this business works because I would have thought, me, if mm-hmm. I if I had a movie like Excision as my first movie, the world is my oyster. You know what I mean? And I guess the business is kind of yeah. in a weird place that like what, Look, they yeah. do what you said. Ricky but. said it to me. He's like, you think when you ha- walk into a Walmart and you see your movie on a shelf that you've made it? Yeah, and yeah. like that's not the truth at all. Yeah, that's so. that's kind of a damn shame. Because I I, I I I have a lot of respect for that guy. Yeah. A lot of respect. Yeah, he's yeah. a cool guy too. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll all hang on. All right, cool. Yeah, one day. Yeah. Um, which kind of brings me we might go back to suburban gothic because i just saw it was fresh in my mind yeah. but uh escape from tomorrow yeah when you met this guy that made it mm-hmm. what did you think when he told you what he wanted to do i mean how you know what i mean like yeah i mean it was a very simple process i actually i remember i met him on montana street at like a starbucks he was just interviewing oh, people yeah? i worked had... down the street from him. oh really <laughs> yeah, yeah uh yeah he i think i just applied for it Oh, like yeah. on whatever version of Mandy or whatever yeah. crew call or whatever yeah, yeah. it was at that time. And, uh, you know, he would, he knew he wanted in black and white. I showed him, I gave him through many samurai DVD Yeah, and we had just a great meeting and he was like, you know, are you afraid to go into Disneyland and shoot a movie? And I was like, do we get to go to Disneyland every day? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. You know, was there during sh- when you were shooting that movie? Was there ever a time where you were like, oh, shit, they're on to us? They know. Or never? No. no? I, even when we got caught. I guess it's been long enough we can Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, um, give me. Uh, which we didn't even get caught, really. Like, they talked to the actors. You, you actually get Roy Abramson to tell the story. He, like, it gets bigger every time. Like oh. the Peter Jennings yeah. <laughs> story. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, So, like, they basically stopped them and asked them if they were celebrities. Because they thought me and the other camera operator were... Uh, like paparazzi. Or paparazzi. Yeah. But yeah, dude, when I first read the script, I flipped the first couple pages and I, w- I was literally thinking like, how am I going to convince this guy to make this thing at, where we can find like an abandoned theme park and yeah. we'll just try to like fire it up and shoot it small scale. Yeah. yeah. And then you read it and by the end of, you know, 30 pages in, you're like, fuck, this has to be Disney. Yeah. And then the gears start turning. Like, <laughs> how the hell do we pull this off? Yeah. And then, you know, you kept reading and I was just like, 
I have to make this movie. Like, I never, I can't see this if someone else ever makes yeah. it. Like, so this has to be as you're reading it, are, you're thinking, oh, we have to shoot it at Disney, yeah. right? That's that's what's going yeah. on in your head. Um, uh, fuck. I, Ethan Sherritt actually has my copy of that. I bought that from Best Buy, which was a cool really? moment. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. I bought it at Target. Oh, yeah? Which was, like, kind of the cool moment for It's me, crazy. Yeah. And the cover is awesome. And yeah. so, by the way, you know, Ethan Sherritt, you guys made a movie together. And uh, I actually... Came out, yeah, though. I saw it. I, I He gave me a copy. He had, like, a... Oh, does he have a copy? Yeah, I, I think so. I hit him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't think it was yeah. anything. I think, you know, like, I, I thought it was a good, you know, thing. It's just... It's weird, like... I feel like there's a lot of movies that are memory or gigabytes or something, and they're just sort of waiting somewhere, and, you know, like people... Uh, That one was weird. You can talk about it. (laughs) If If you want to talk some shit. (laughs) The truth is, like, people... I talk a lot of shit anyways, but... Yeah. It's just, like... Why put like that negative shit out in the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a movie. I we spent five weeks on it, and then there's a plane coming in. Motherfucker! Hang on. Fucking Harrison Ford. You guys are almost done with that, though, right? I think so. I think. Yeah, no, I think it's closing. Yeah, all the. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So yeah, like to me, it's like we spent five weeks on this movie. It sucks that it never came out, but like I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I made that relationship with Ian that. Because he was an actor yeah. in the film yeah, that yeah. led me to Little Blue Pill, and that's what he, where he met his now wife. Yeah, Morgan is. Yeah, yeah she was the other cool. actress yeah. in it. And uh, so it's just like you can focus on like the shittiness that you know. My whole crew called that movie "The Suck," which oh, was yeah. pretty funny because <laughs> every time we get someone new, we'd say "Welcome to the Suck." Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "What am I got?" I, you know, yeah. I didn't know that this would be kind of a can of worms i didn't know it was a bad experience it's not a, for you. i mean it wasn't a bad experience like but it was just it just sucks to like make a movie and put so much time and work right, into it and then yeah it, you know because of the producer yeah, and yeah. then some legal problems he had after that oh is that just what, like, never will see the light of day oh, yeah. um i had a weird question i heard this in one of the articles about escape from tomorrow mm-hmm that it, there was a rumor that it was edited in South Korea? It wasn't edited in South Korea. No. It was edited in Silver Lake. Oh, really? But we did do the post-finishing in South Korea. Why was that? Because we didn't want Disney to find oh, us yeah? in South Korea. <laughs> that is a great urban legend. Yeah. But, uh, the editor, who was also the pro supervisor, and a producer, Sujin Chung, who is also the editor of A Samurai. Come on. Um, she's South Korean. So she, like, everyone in her field and she knows is there. And yeah. You know, it, it was a bonus that, like, because Hollywood is, like, the leakiest ship in the world, yeah. that we didn't have to, like, strike prints at Deluxe, right. where they're striking a Disney movie print next yeah. to us. So, <laughs> you know, that worked out. To so our advantage. afterwards, you said that once everybody found out, it was kind of like, it, it's not a big deal. Like, people were kind of amused by it, right? Like, I don't know. You know, <laughs> to me, it, it's, it's like where... I, I will say the most nervous I think I've been in my life was like sitting in the green room at Sundance, you know, wow. waiting f- for this film to come on. Yeah. And knowing that in any moment, like a lawyer could sh- file a cease and desist. And I don't, at that point, what would Sundance's move be? Right. I mean, that, that is like probably one of the most stressful times That's of my scary. entire and life. What about the guy that that wrote and directed it? How, was he just a bundle of nerves? I and- think he had kind of like reached, Randy Moore had kind of reached like a, a zen like moment. Yeah. He had like a total meltdown the night before. 
when uh, we found out that some fucking programmer from like a small film festival in the south who's also a teacher at a film school right took the copy out of the programmer's office at the film festival and was showing his students and so oh, it's like after all this work to keep this thing quiet yeah, and yeah. after sundance is supporting us keeping it quiet some fucking dipshit yeah like irresponsibly <laughs> removes <laughs> a film from where he's a festival judge and so well, describe meltdown. Like, was he yelling? So he was. Out? He was just like. He's like, we're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> he's like. He's like. Like eight people have walked up to me and they've seen it. Where and he this from this guy. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, it's just a matter of time. And then so he had that, and then he kind of like reached his end, and then I had like the meltdown in the green room. My dad was luckily with me, and he was just kind of like relaxed. <laughs> Wait, were you yelling? And I wasn't yelling. I mean, I was like. I remember I was like fiercely reading a magazine, just flipping. <laughs> like, can I have another bottle of water? Yeah. You know? <laughs> was it crazy? I mean, that movie got so much coverage, and everybody was like, at some point, like everybody was talking about it. Like, how did how does that feel? It like, was wild. I mean, it's a very insular film, so like within the film industry, and yeah. especially indie, they know about it. But mm-hmm. you know, like your weird Uncle Joe in Ohio has never heard of it. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. kind of like that weird, yeah. you know, to some people that film is legendary and so right. like joe average they just are like, well i mean it comes up on yeah. lists and you know like yeah, it, it still it, does dude it's, it it's gonna play gene siskel probably here pretty soon in chicago yeah or, or gene siskel yeah the, the theater the, the gene siskel theater they're doing something i don't know randy just emailed me because i told him if i went to korea to make prints uh-huh. he had to, in the end to give me one print so uh-huh. i have one film on 35 million so you yourself went and to, yeah, to yeah. Pre- well, I yeah, I had to color time it, and oh, then yeah. we we struck prints. Oh, so, damn. which was a whole process, uh, especially striking black and white prints. Yeah, you know, people just don't do that anymore. Did any weird figures come in and be, you know, like some lawyer or anybody? Was anybody, you know, or they kind of yeah, well, play. plane go? Over. Yeah, sorry. So here, go ahead and hit your question again. Yeah. Uh, did any any weird figures come in and be like, "What are you guys up to?" or "What is this?" or you know what I mean? Like, no, no. no. I mean, no. they didn't care. They just wanted the check to clear. Really? You know, and it was weird. Like, I think it was just like a very downtime in Korean cinema. Mm-hmm. So that we were the we were Busan, and we were like the only people in this building. Yeah. And so these cheap bastards would never turn the air conditioning <laughs> or the heater up. Yeah. So he literally, I like fucking color time that movie in a parka, uh-huh. <laughs> like freezing to death. <laughs> Randy would get so mad, uh-huh. his hands were shaking, and he'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it was funny, man. I, I, like that. Looking back, I it's funny, like those things that you remember. You know, I heard that when the movie got sold to like a distributor, yeah, it took lawyers a long time to get through it because they had to see every little thing or something like that? Well, not really. No? I mean, what... So basically what happened was John Sloss from Synetic, who is a famous lawyer, did exit... Was that... I think that was me. It was you. Oh, did uh, exit through the gift shop. And right. And is like a champion of really independent films and a great guy. He basically took it and vetted it with uh, one of his colleagues who's a columbia law professor Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. says is this fair use and he said yes and he's the authority he's anyone who's anyone asked and so when we got distributed we already knew the big answer Mm -hmm. yes this is fair use and then it's a question of do does the distributor want to drag out the fight if they decide to fight it and so with that guy already saying it you know, and John's John Sloss's law firm was going to back it and say, we'll fight you till the end. Uh. So you kind of have that. And then 
the the t- like minor things we had to change yeah were we like misrepresented an ointment you put on your cut it might rhyme <laughs> with spiel sporen uh. you know which you you can't misrepresent a product and we weren't parroting it uh-huh, uh-huh. so so we did that's it's called geosport in the movie oh i see there was one part where something was bleeped was that added it's just disney and that really? was just like a wink at the camera Oh, yeah? Oh, so that wasn't like, oh, yeah. we have to do it. I mean, but... the Sundance cut, in ways, in some ways, has more winks at towards the audience than, yeah, yeah, yeah. than the theatrical. How was Sundance? Like, was that just the most amazing? It was cool, man. I mean, yeah. it was... But, I mean, you were all stressed. And... Only at first. And yeah. then suddenly it hit. And I remember, like, sitting in a bar with Randy and my dad. Yeah. And uh, Sujin. And Justin Aversino was there, actually. Cause oh, yeah? he, uh, him and Sujin worked together. They're producing partners. So. Oh, nice. And we were... Uh, just like and then the the reviews started coming in and i remember like hitflix was the first one yeah and drew's a big fan and it was just like oh my god not only is it like exploding like people fucking like this yeah because yeah, 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 you, yeah. you never know with something yeah. like that yeah it wasn't like i mean there's so much stuff surrounding that movie it was yeah. weird i mean just being kind of like your friend on facebook and stuff (laughs) just seeing all that stuff that was going on it was crazy it was crazy yeah and then it's just like all right and then the public the publicist started calling and he's like you guys have this cnn and you have this and this and randy get ready you're going on like you can go in good morning america or whatever if you want it was just like holy fuck like oh wow yeah yeah it's everything you always hope for how did he take it like what's he like randy's a very private person he seems like it i can just tell from his imdb picture (laughs) like he just looks like a quiet i mean i'm one of the luckiest dps in the world because he doesn't like doing press so yeah oh so you got the attention (laughs) nice nice so i'll do like (laughs) so i get to do a lot of press and you know kind of in some ways a lot he drugged me to a lot of festivals and stuff so i could do q a's with him didn't he like lose like a million pounds or something shooting the movie or something because he was so stressed or because again there was an article that i read a long time ago where they listed all of these rumors about escape from tomorrow really yeah like there was read these yeah yeah yeah. i forgot where it was if i find it, i'll send it to you but like there was a you know they said okay this is the real deal. You heard the rumor that okay, yeah. like for for instance, one of the rumors was lawyers had to watch the movie and it took them four months to get through it to to clear everything. I mean, that was one of the. You would, I don't. I I think it just takes four months to get through a movie for distribution. Anyways, oh, yeah. you know? oh, okay. And then like how often do you see a movie at Sundance that doesn't that comes out the next week? Yeah, like yeah. it takes like a few months yeah, yeah. to get through that. And process. then the other thing was, you know, you mentioned like the South Korea thing. Yeah, they made it sound like you guys had to go to a bunker in South Korea yeah. to <laughs> to edit it. Well, dude, and to the truth is that was kind of genius of our marketing. Department. Yeah, 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 you know, they like every time they would some fucking crazy thing, they would like no comment. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like I never did that because. Yeah. I'm just not. That's not how I roll. But yeah, suburban gothic. What was it like working with Kat Denning? She seems like she's the cool. Great. Yeah, she's like the coolest person on yeah. the planet. You know, you've met. You remember Adam Carr from a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah from Little Blue Pill. Yeah, so he's best friends with Beth Bears. Right, I remember and all so that. Yeah, I had actually never met Kat, but I directed a little short with Adam and Beth in it. I remember this. And one, so yeah. yeah, and so she and Beth had used that as part of our audition process, and so Kat. 
you know remembered that so immediately we had kind of a bond and yeah do you know what's kind of cool you yeah know, when you start a project with yeah, yeah. someone what's of. crazy about that short that you shot with adam and, and beth bears was yeah. even back then and i believe it was before way before broke two broke girls but i remember thinking oh wow that girl has something oh yeah she, beth beth is you know. very talented and i remember seeing her at the little blue pill screening and then mm-hmm. even then i was like oh yeah she seems like a pretty motivated person she's, yeah and I, she's a talented actress yeah yeah and she's a great she's a good writer as well yeah so. yeah um kat dennings was cool to work oh, with yeah cat's great I yeah mean, she's she's down yeah you know? like how you about, have to remember this is a teeny tiny movie yeah, so yeah yeah her and matt both are on big tv shows where they have trailers and what's people, matt on He's on a Criminal Minds. Oh, okay, cool. I don't watch that much. TV, he's like but... the he's like the teenage heartthrob yeah, on Criminal yeah. Minds. Dude, like my mom watches like Two Broke Girls downstairs. Yeah. The jokes in that show are so filthy. Like they're about like pussy juice, but they're like innuendos, <laughs> you know. And my mom laughs at it. And I say, no, 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 don't. You know? I watched like a half of uh, five minutes of an episode on a plane. So yeah, it's funny. I haven't seen like a whole sh- episode, but yeah. I know enough to That's know just that not my my thing. Yeah, no, so. I know, you know. But it, it is funny and it's filthy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so uh, what's next for you? What are you doing, dude? Uh, so I took some time off after kind of like a bunch of crazy personal stuff and yeah, yeah. and creatively needing to kind of rebuild a little. Right, and, right. Uh, Suburban Gothic. That is the one thing that was a hard movie to make. Tell me why. No reason other than just egos that clashing, and they were not the creative people's egos oh so, it was like money pe- producers and- i mean you can call them producers a strong word but <laughs> <laughs> what were, um, were they were they were they fucking with ricky were they were they giving oh, him a hard man. time hey, like you, this goes into the lucas philosophy of not putting okay it okay okay okay, world, okay you know um they made it difficult i think i got fired you- on the movie <laughs> twice ricky might have got fired once or twice Ooh, and I, then Matt just basically planted his heels and go, if they're gone, I'm gone. Yeah. And the movie's dead. So. Oh, that's cool. Um, so, like, Matt will always have... I will always have that guy's back. Yeah, that, he seems but, like a really cool guy. Um, here comes Harrison yeah, Ford again. Fucking Harrison Ford. Fucking Harrison Ford's buzzing us again. What a, what a douchebag. No, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, so... And, and, you know, we made that movie really fast and for not a lot of money. And we had the worst schedule I've ever worked with where right. we would relight night exteriors over and over again yeah, and then get yelled at for being yeah. behind. And, uh, yeah. So I love that. I movie. needed a, I, <laughs> dude, I'm very proud of yeah, Superman yeah. Gothic. And if, and like, I will stand behind it and, you know, we did a lot of Lucas stuff in there. You've worked with me. I love like yeah building contraptions to make cameras work differently. Yeah, yeah. And we shot a lot of it with tobacco filters. What's that? It's like an old film filter. Like, no one uses it anymore. Uh, it actually had to... Finding a set that matched in this town was a little bit difficult. Right. So, and you uh, shot it in L.A.? Yeah, like down the road somewhere. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the name There's of the another town. actor in it that I really like just because I saw him in the new Ash vs. Evil Dead. He's the... Oh, fuck, I forgot his name. He was one of the gardeners, but not the... Not Hector. Oh, yeah, no. I, yeah, I've seen him too. What is his name? I uh, forgot his name. I, 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 like, I feel so bad, but... That, uh, he, I love that guy. Yeah, he's, he's so great. great in, in that movie. Yeah, and he's great. And uh, this is how I say it. I think his character's name is Armando, and I don't know why I can't think of his. Yeah, name. but he, he, I like his presence. He yeah. seems like really fun. And, he, and, and those guys, him and Matt and Hector, uh, would like go off on these like they would improv for days. Yeah, and yeah. the shit they said would just murder the whole crew. There was, was one part where where he's like, oh, I want to show them the body or something, and then Hector is like, 
I hate you so much. Was <laughs> yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, that was that was improv. See, uh, I I put it like this. I I love both excision and and suburban yeah. gothic, but I put it like this. My brain likes excision. My heart likes suburban gothic. Like I like, like suburban gothic. Like it, it's the perfect way to describe it as like the ultimate sleepover movie, because yeah. it, especially like somebody like me. Like I grew up on that shit. Like goosebumps, yeah. garbage pale kids. I got you know. Like I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm that kid, and it did manage to put me in that sort of candy, you know, jelly yeah. beans, and you know that sweet sort of you know like that gleeful horror kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. 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 No, so. I dig it. That's what I like those kind of horror films. Like, I, you know, you, you like the gory shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I like it all. Which I don't, you do like it all. <laughs> yeah. I'm not into the gory stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, I still think, uh, like, what is, why can't I think of the name? Um, Poltergeist. Right. I still think that, like, Poltergeist is, like, the scariest fucking movie yeah. that was ever made. It's pretty freaky. It still scares the shit out of me. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I kind of like that. Um, have you seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind recently? Not recently, but I watched a long... it last week, and we were watching the director's cut. Yeah. That movie is terrifying. Can I tell you something about yeah. that movie? When I was a kid, yeah, and I didn't know what the fuck this movie was. I was like three, four or something, and that part where the kid sees the light and he's escaping, that part used to disturb the fuck yeah, out of me. Yeah. Like, what is this? Like, yeah. you know. Um, uh, when was uh, Escape from Tomorrow was before Suburban Gothic, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of years. Oh yeah, shooting. The, yeah, you know, dude. Here's the thing about suburban gothic, or not suburban gothic, about uh, um, Escape from Tomorrow is it took so long to edit mm-hmm. because there is hard drives and hard drives full of footage of us at Disneyland because mm-hmm. we would just roll a lot. Yeah, almost like doc style. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'd block the scenes and shoot those, but then I would like, if we had spare time, like Roy and I would go on a ride and we just shoot it. That's crazy. Might find its way, and a lot of that stuff found its way into the yeah. movie. Was it a lot of fun shooting that? Like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard. Uh, we just the hang on, Harrison, you idiot, <laughs> Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My new favorite character in the Star Wars movie is that girl, that creature. But she's like, Ma, oh, 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 Maz, Ray, Maz. Oh yeah, Maz yeah, the Kanana. creature she lady. Goes, yeah. Did you like the new song? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Okay, go um, ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so what we did and like luckily uh I had seen Emmanuel Lebensky speak at AFI. Uh-huh. And he taught us the technique of like charting the sun and like really refining that process. Every right. cinematographer knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um or they should if they call themselves yeah, a cinematographer. Yeah, yeah. And so and learn but really, like the beyond the science, the art is learning how to schedule that way and learn how to move an actor through that scene that way, based on where like the that. sun is. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And like, look at this, and you get a bounce here, and like, really having a deep understanding of how the world is Sorry. lit around you. Yeah, Harrison is Harrison is just buzzing, He's running again. errands or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then you know he went on to win the Oscar for. Um, the irreverent which uh-huh. is the perfection of that technique yeah, yeah yeah but he's been doing that for years wow and so he taught us how to do it and so i that that schedule is so meticulously planned for um escape from tomorrow uh-huh. and so there'd be times man and we shoot one scene we shoot the first half of a scene in the morning 
then we go over across the park and disney world is a big ass place right shoot another part and then we'd have to come back shoot the other half of that scene and we were so always running around that's insane. so it would look like a movie and not like a found footage yeah movie. yeah 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 so wow so it was there's always this schedule and you know the actors were good they yeah because like a lot of actors that would piss them off mm. but they were pretty chill about it that and, lady that he hooks up with is Oh, yeah, Allison. Attractive. She's yeah. a great actress. Yeah, too. she seems cool. Um, uh, uh, what was I going to ask? Oh, you're asking me what was next. Yeah, what is next? Yeah, uh, I'm. Will so I kind of took some time off. I haven't shot a feature since Suburban. All right, I've shot a couple smaller, a lot of commercials. Yeah, and some some other stuff, docs and stuff like that. Uh, so I I started my own production company nice. called The Boat Drink. Nice with a buddy of mine, and we're optioning scripts right now and i'm gonna try to direct a feature this year cool i mean i've already said like in 2017 like, yeah. we're making a feature yeah, yeah i don't care if it's me you and a 5d yeah and we're so nice that's kind of i'm hoping that's next but i'm starting to i feel like definitely i fell out of love with making movies yeah for a little bit and now i've really fallen back in love with it again so oh that's beautiful i'll probably shoot that's, I hope to shoot something. Again, yeah, so. no, that's nice because, like, I remember once Little Blue Pill making Little Blue Pill. Honest yeah. to God, and I will die singing the praises of Aaron Godfrey because it really was one of the greatest experiences of my life, mm-hmm. followed by the worst experience of my life. But I remember after the worst experience of my life, which was you know jail, um, I got out and I remember going to one of Aaron's parties, and you were there, and Dave was there. And I remember saying, "Yeah, I don't love it anymore. I'm I'm not into it. I I I, I felt that thing." And then even Dave was like, "You, you know." And yeah. I think you once said a quote, and I meant to ask you where you got this quote. Maybe you don't remember it, but you said somebody said a filmmaker, "The cinema chooses you." Do you remember this quote? Oh yeah, who said that? Um, I, it, it's one of the French New Waivers, if I remember. Oh yeah, right. so. I believe that yeah. ever since you told me well, that. Look, and seven I feel years... like for me, I had come to the furthest point I was going to come as that version of myself. Right. Like Escape from Tomorrow was as good as I was going to get as that filmmaker. Yeah. yeah. You know, and sometimes you have to like, like it, you have to fucking hate it for a while. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, in a lot of ways, I think, um suburban gothic i see flaws in the cinematography and it's because like ricky has a very strong aesthetic mm-hmm. and like it didn't totally jive with mine oh yeah you know like he does that center punch thing on everything what like the yeah, everything sim- like the wide shots being symmetrical i can go yeah. with him and i'm pretty good at that and that's in my kind of wheelhouse uh-huh but then he i'm not like perfect at shooting the way he covers dialogue right and Harrison, Harrison, <laughs> go get your groceries some yeah, other way. Yeah, yeah, God. Um, yeah. So, and like, I, I've only seen a few scenes from his new movie, and he worked with another cinematographer on it. No, oh. and it seems like they they jive on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, in some ways, I think it makes suburban look kind of more off putting. Yeah, yeah, which works for the story because yeah. I don't like not being in the eye lines for close ups. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. Uh, so it's like I, I just. So after that, and I, I see kind of that and, you know, you don't, if you don't fucking like take risk and stumble and eat shit, yeah, like you're never going to get better. Yeah, you're never yeah. going to grow. Yeah. And for me, 
like that was that's been the last three years of my career it's yeah. been like wanting to restart over and look at cinema with fresh eyes again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've kind of I feel like I finally got there now. Yeah. So have you seen anything that excites you or was that also a part of it kind of that like maybe you weren't watching as much because you were making so much? I mean, I don't know, I'm just making an assumption. Like, I don't know, man. I it's just like I know I think some of it is like juvenile expectation. Yeah. Oh, you know, right. <laughs> I was definitely of that mindset that once we've exploded at Sundance it was all over. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I know, like, I've talked to Ricky about this because um, he kind of had a similar experience with Excision. And it's like, and, you know, you were getting those calls. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Lionsgate movie. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm the next Matthew Libatique. Look yeah. at me, you know. And then yeah. uh, you get there and then they pull out the rug out from under you. Yeah. Or they're like, no, well, fuck that. We're going to make a found footage movie version of the script. Yeah. And so we're just going to hire some shithead who owns a camera. Yeah. And you're like, okay, fuck you, you know? Um, And so you kind of, your expectations are there and then they crush you and then they're there and then they crush you. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And at the same time, um, I had like my personal life turned upside down. Yeah. Because ending a long relationship from college and, you know, you kind of build like these expectations of yourself and then it all kind of, you know, (laughs) which is, I guess if you don't go through that, like how do you become better and i will say it i needed to have my confidence rattled because right. you've been on set with me like, yeah yeah that yeah. is where i am you chew a piece of plastic yeah but i'm not nervous i don't second guess anything yeah like i'm not, I, I wish i was that person every day in my real life yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, and but sometimes you know i feel like if you don't just kick out those fucking glass pillars and hit the bottom you can't yeah. grow again as yeah, an artist, yeah, so. yeah. interesting but. it's like uh because i mean i think it's interesting hearing you say all this because yeah. of the fact that there are a lot of filmmakers that would give their nuts to to have the coverage that yeah. that escape from tomorrow there are a lot of filmmakers that would give their nuts to be able to make a movie like suburban gothic yeah. you know what i mean and so it's interesting to hear you say that because of that business side, because of those shitheads on the other side, mm-hmm. it's like, do you have this feeling well, now of like, we'll fuck it's, them? It's easy to blame them for everything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, ultimately, you're the artist. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's like, like, we still trudged through and made those things, but, yeah. and, I, and I'm and i like, and I'm very proud of my work on Suburban Gotham. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. There's just those moments when I can see where there's like, was that were you giving a hundred and ten percent of all your creativity and pouring yourself into that shot? Yeah. And when you look and when I I don't want to be the point in my life again when I look at a shot in a movie and go, No, I didn't right there. Right, right. And right. there's a couple in Suburban Gothic when yeah. I'm like, This person was over my ear or this or I can find a thousand excuses. But ultimately that was me. You know? Yeah, yeah. And there's just a few places. There's other places where I'm you can see like oh my god we solved this problem and it was fantastic yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh that was just kind of yeah how that many, was kind of where i was how many days did it take to shoot so sorry my fucking dog is barking how many days did it take to shoot like how many i think you told me that. i don't remember anymore man I, it was short like like maybe 18 to 20 oh yeah oh. yeah i've sure. never had the luxury of shooting 10 setups a day <laughs> like we're always 
crush it. Yeah. And you know, I don't like to shoot with two cameras Mm -hmm. and damn near refuse to. Yeah. And like, we were shooting with two cameras on that movie. Did that just drive you bananas? Like, look, it's always a compromise. Right. And it's like, for what gain? You know? Yeah, yeah, just so you can like, do it faster. Or I something. guess, but yeah. then it, it always takes twice as fucking yeah. long in the end. Because you, know? you want to put all the energy yeah. into each shot, make it as beautiful as it. When I always like look at Michael Mann films when he goes to that like eight million camera setup, and you tell me which ones are better, yeah, the early yeah. ones are those. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. Because it's like the actor knows where it, there is a proscenium to cinema, mm-hmm. and it's the frame. Yeah, and the actor knows how to deliver to that camera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and we. And we shouldn't arbitrarily observe art, you right. know, yeah. like where it's just like, there's a camera over here or there. Like, if you want to do that, go work, watch reality TV. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, let them play to the proscenium. Let the lighting be perfect the way they hit it. Let the sound guy get the mic close enough in because he's not shooting to widen it tight at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. you know, I feel very strongly about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously. that was, you butted heads a little bit. I mean, we, dude, we butted heads over everything. But, I mean, is, is that, that's every movie, right? Like, yeah, I mean, look, and like I said, you can, you can blame everyone, but, like, you're the, you're the artist. Yeah. And yeah. if you're the DP, you're the gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah. You once told me, if I remember correctly, is Easy Rider the movie that made you want to do it? Like, is no, there, it's Blade Runner. Blade Runner, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. One of our first customers at my dad's shop was Hampton Fancher. And he, <laughs> I have no idea he, he wrote it or something. And like, oh. he was like, uh, no, Easy Rider is like the film probably that made me want to be a renegade filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. I love the story of how they just like picked up and yeah. shot that. See, I, I like that spirit of yeah. fuck, you know, like the rebellious artist. Yeah. I don't like the uh, nebishy. Yeah, that's Image. a good nebbish. I like. That's yeah, a good yeah. I'm not. I'm not into the nebbishy. Yeah. Like, it's like, listen. If you want to make movies, I think you have to kind of be strong. And I'm not into the whole like, oh, I'm so. Even though I, I can be pretty yeah. fucking neurotic, but like, yeah, I'm I don't kind of neurotic. Yeah, but See, I, like, I keep it under control. <laughs> I right. think. See, Lucas, there's like very two. There's two people in this world. Yeah, you know, there's Lucas Graham, the director of photography. Yeah. And there's Lucas Graham, the guy who fucking can't find his keys all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, like, I, I think I'm trying to be more of the first one all yeah, the time, yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, so, but I agree. Like, look, art, and it's not just cinema. Like, art, you're challenging the universe. You right. know, you were putting yeah. something out there that didn't exist before. Exactly. And yeah. when that doesn't feel scary or fun anymore or worthwhile then stop fucking doing it yeah i used to tell rick uh it's like you're going against the universe and you're you're trying to record moments that just are not real or there or anything and you know that's funny because and i i I feel like more in tune with the universe when i'm yeah when i'm in that like see i'm part of the flow yeah like when i talked to rick like he was telling me I don't know if it was on the podcast or if it was just yeah. in private, but he was—he he seems to like that energy of the set and of problem solving and stuff yeah. like that. Do you? Oh yeah, the chaos yeah. of a set. Yeah, is, fuck, like that's what I live for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am good in that moment. I feel like, I'm, you know, I'm like clear-headed as I ever am. That's crazy. You know, there's just like that. It's like I've heard mountain climbers talk about it. Like when you get and the oxygen lowers a little. Yeah. And like you're you're there, and like your eyes sharpen, and like your ears, yeah, uh, you can hear better, and 
Uh, There's something like about that, and for me, movie making does that to me. By the way, I love your samurai shampoo thing back there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> how fucking good is that? Yeah, that's a great show. Yeah. What other animes do you like? Do you Dude, like? Do you know my business partner is huge in anime, so oh, he's yeah? really getting me into it. Oh nice. And I uh, that one's my favorite I've seen. He it's... made me watch Gundam Wing. Have you seen? Oh, I have a few. God, yeah, it is. Awesome. <laughs> it's so it's it's there's like different types of animes and yeah. then there are animes that are obsessed with nanotechnology or yeah. you know like that, that are kind of like the well and i feel like they're in that one they're like obsessed with passive politics like yeah. 1970s like yeah, or yeah. 60s yeah I, the, thing, politics. the thing that i th- that's one of the things that i like about anime is yeah. that they fit in these kind of adult themes like mm-hmm. complex adult themes into you know yeah. a cartoon or whatever. do you watch adventure time I've seen it a couple times. I I like it, but I haven't seen like. Yeah, I'm obsessed with it. Really, time. it's it's Love fun. It. Yeah, I think I saw I saw the pilot episode. Yeah, like way back in the day. I don't remember how, but like, you know, it's it's fun. I like it. Yeah. You, you like it a lot. Oh, I'm obsessed. There's this other show, the regular show. That's I've f- seen pieces of it, and I've seen like some of the shorts because they come out. Yeah, Adventure there time. was like an episode. You know that uh, that rap group, uh, Odd Future, dude. Yes, I do. And by the way, like we haven't talked about hip hop yet. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you I'm, are you? You're the thug life, and I'm I'm a like, Tupac soldier. You yeah, see, <laughs> you were like the first real like Tupac, like hardcore Tupac fan I ever met. Really? Oh yeah. wow. Well, I'm not from the West Coast. Oh, you're you know? from Wyoming? Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in Wyoming, yeah. and then I, you know, went to college in Chicago, which was my first real like urban experience. Yeah. How was so that? that's why I'm like so Kanye deep dude, <laughs> <know>? <laughs> and Jay Z and Nas. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm not a buff by any means, yeah. but like I just like it. Like yeah. it, it puts me in a nice like ooh, like yeah. especially like if I go like. I don't know, work out or something, which is rare. But, like, you know, it makes me feel aggressive and in charge. Dude, hip-hop is probably... Uh, ooh, it's tough, because I love, like, the 1970s, like, country, like Johnny Cash. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and I feel like that and hip-hop are my favorite yeah. genres of music. See, I was thinking about this today, where it's like, I don't know, like, I don't know if a lot of people bemoan the fact that maybe some older people say, oh, movies are not that good anymore. Blah, blah, blah. What I honestly think is going to happen with movies is that a new genre is going to emerge. Yeah. That's kind of like the way hip hop was with music, right. where we have this confluence of viral videos and YouTube and this and, and, mm-hmm. and, and phone things. Somehow that's all going to jumble together to something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe I sound like... Well, a total look, pro- did you see... A- this uh, dude, I love talking about this shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you see that uh, Everest? The guys climb Everest on Snapchat. No. Yeah, like one little clip at a time, and you're just watching the whole thing. Oh wow! It's called uh, Everest Real Time or something like that. Jeez. But uh, it was awesome. Yeah. And like that is a new genre of storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's a real time. Yeah. And you go up Everest with yeah. these two cats. Like that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. And how do you feel about? people being able to you know from the age of when you wanted to take a picture you had to you know set up all that now people can just bop, bop, bop. See, see this is a huge question yeah i'm but sorry i'm glad but, dude I, this is yeah, actually go ahead. these are the nasir conversations yeah, 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 yeah. I live for. <laughs> yeah so dude look we live in probably the coolest fucking age ever for yeah. visual storytelling yeah, yeah like people communicate with emojis that's mm. visual storytelling yeah like people take snapchats or a gif is visual storytelling yeah. so it's like it's like a silent movie a gif 
You know, I went through the whole phase where I thought, like, especially at the digital turn where you saw, like, I kind of went with the old guard of, like, you know, film and there's this discipline and I I love the way film looks and yeah. I, I like it, but, like, film wasn't, it wasn't pushing anything anymore. Yeah. And, uh Sorry, I just like totally burped. This no, thing. it's cool. Uh, had some shop coat <laughs> for dinner. Um, so it's just like, and then I kind of one day it just hit me like, why are you supporting these people? You know, yeah, yeah. Why are you supporting this argument? Right. Like you're, is it? It's because you feel like you're supposed to. You know, like yeah, you're a, yeah, yeah. A cinematographer, and you you have this skill set. When it's like, do was. I mean, who was talking about the French new wave cameras like ruining something or yeah, yeah, like yeah. that was the old guard. Yeah. Like, why are you backing the old guard? Right. Like you have nothing to do with them. You don't yeah. owe them anything. And, uh, they were just my mentors. And so like to me right now is a great time to be a filmmaker. It's right. a great time to be in art and cinema and fucking Harrison, Harrison Ford is flying over. Yeah. Skin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I, I actually know it's not him cause he's in Budapest. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh so you're not grumpy about these changes I, you know i went through it but do you know what that is dude that's just insecurity i think so too and it was me being insecure because it's like that means you can't rest on your laurels and the fact that i know how to run a light meter better than you know someone else yeah like and that's what it was and it's like you start questioning like if I don't have my technical skills to separate me, like then all that's left is the art. Right. And are you good enough to make it in yeah, that yeah, world? Yeah. And I think you like dig deep inside yourself for that answer. And yeah. like, sometimes you don't like what you find, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Interesting. It's, uh, I always would have thought you were like the film, fuck digital i fucking love film i love the way it looks yeah i think eight millimeter is like the most beautiful thing that's ever been created yeah but first of all it's everything should serve the story you're trying to Mm -hmm, tell mm -hmm. and you know i love but like you know i've you i always talk shit on tarantino yeah oh really yeah i I just don't like (laughs) no but go ahead but like hateful eight oh right is shot on 70 millimeter Mm -hmm. uh for no reason it all takes place interior Mm. and you know like i was talking to my mentor from high school this morning and he's like yeah and i don't understand like it's like you watch this whole movie and then it completely fucking changes when the guy comes up the door and it's like what what did you just do to me for two hours you know like (laughs) why waste my time but but that's like like does that movie need to be like it it i don't feel like 70 millimeter panavision was for that story you know it's just it's a fucking gimmick (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, and rob richardson is one of the greatest cinematographers i've ever yeah he's a genius yeah and you know like what a waste yeah yeah. (laughs) you know i i uh no comment for me because i love tarantino do you love that do you have like hateful eight i liked it i loved it see see, the thing is like i but see i'm different i'm a fanboy for him you know what i mean like anything he does unless he's totally doesn't care I yeah. love it just because it's from his head and you know what I mean but like I, I do kind of see that that like yeah. it's not the right totally right story for 70 millimeter but still I like the experience of going to the road show and right. doing that I remember you put on Facebook explaining exactly what the 70 millimeter thing is and I tried to read it but my brain <laughs> splits every time yeah. I you know dude I love the tech of film you know um, I love 
but it doesn't it does it's not limited film yeah you know and i'm not like a a gear head at all like i like to me it's like what can we push this thing to do yeah what can we take it apart Mm -hmm, make it mm -hmm. do yeah you know and if you notice in a suburban gothic there's like the scene at the end where they're burying the girl Mm -hmm. and he kind of disappears in the earth the grass comes over and and the ghosts leave yeah so like, I actually built a sh- film-looking shutter out of a shoebox uh-huh. lid, and it's gaff taped to a drill. And so in front of the lens on the red, we have... I, I created a film shutter. Uh-huh. And so it's spinning like a butterfly shutter in front of it, which uh-huh. is what gives it that really choppiness right, right. that you couldn't get with the electronic shutter. And then the lights are on shutters, and that's what makes that whole thing give it. It gives uh-huh. it that weird look. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, Those, uh, like, flashbacks... Mm-hmm. That's uh, eight millimeter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that Reversal. was that was shot on eight millimeter. Oh, wow. eight millimeter reverse. Yeah. Because I was I was looking at it. And I was like, this doesn't look like they did it digitally no. or anything. Like you know, I mean, maybe a little bit, but like it was eight millimeter yeah, film. And you yeah. Just... And then we it's reversal, so it only has three stops of latitude, and then we pulled it a stop on top of that. Oh, that's crazy. Which like basically, other than taking a piss in the developer, we kind of come <laughs> closer to destroying it. Yeah. yeah. But it the, we got the look that we wanted. You know, when you were in AFI, you learned to like. Uh, film and developing film and that product totally you know i I learned more of that in undergrad at columbia college oh yeah um and it was something that interests me like i liked being able to even like in black and white photography everyone else is like got the tongs and very carefully like watching their clock and i like have my hands in there yeah one spot does it develop it more does it You know, I, I like that aspect you of it. You paint, right? I used to, yeah. I haven't painted you, you in years. You seem though. like the kind of guy that likes to get in there and, you know. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's just kind of... That's just how my, you are. My method. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. But I, yeah, I haven't painted in years. Oh, yeah. I, I like doodling. I like drawing. I love to sketch, too. Oh, yeah? yeah. Have you ever sketched, like, chicks and... Naked yeah. chicks? Yeah. Is that where we're going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, me neither. Dude, <laughs> you're a liar, but... No, of course I've sketched naked women. Yeah. Um, that's like, isn't that's like the ultimate artist excuse to get girls naked. I right? think there is this thing that I like about art is how women are tied into it. I don't know why. Well, because I'm, you know, ultimately, art, especially visual art, it, art accomplishes two things. You know, there's a story, and then there's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know, and women are obviously the aesthetic they are an endless source look of... women find women beautiful yeah yeah, yeah. men yeah. find yeah. women beautiful like you know and just in the physiology like women's physiology was designed to yeah, yeah. look yeah. that way and yeah men are designed more like jeeps like we're utilitarian yeah, like, yeah. i don't want to look at that you know? <laughs> yeah no exactly i'm the same way. <laughs> so. i you know i love women a lot yeah and the worst i never want anyone to think i'm a misogynist that's you know like and and sometimes i feel like when i write or i make something or something maybe i'm objectifying people but i don't know who knows yeah, yeah. you know you got look it comes from what's inside like yeah, you yeah. just i think you if you worry about those things i mean don't be a misogynist yeah yeah no <laughs> I, I i love women like, it's guys that like i have a problem not a problem with it's just if i had a choice between hanging out with a chick yeah. and hanging out with a dude i'd hang out with the chick you know yeah. what i mean I just mean, who wouldn't right? yeah exactly you know like <laughs> Except, but you know who's singing like not nah, married guys like yeah Godfrey's like well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but i'm yeah. really happy for godford now that you mentioned it with everything that's oh, happening dude, with he's him. crushing yeah dude he's yeah. you know i saw him a couple mo- a few months ago 
and uh it was you know we went on our we used to we used to hang out a lot like yeah. every week and stuff and then he has a, like a family and yeah. stuff you know like yeah, he's but, uh, living the dream yeah dude i'm happy for him i'm really happy for him and i'm happy for you lucas this was Thanks, great are, do, are we done uh, do you want to be done we or? can keep talking okay how what long a, have we been rolling how uh, long is your podcast normally if it's just me it goes like 15 minutes to 30 minutes if it's with someone else an hour to an hour and a half all right yeah how long have we been going well, it's seven forty-three right now. Uh, no, let's keep talking. Oh, I don't really keep track. I, I leave what it time for. Did like, I get here, like, you got here at like six thirty or something. Huh? Yeah, yeah, no, so we're, we're, like we're, we're yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, we're rapping about so, the good shit. Yeah. yeah, dude, let's talk about some old times. <clears throat> Little blue pill. Little blue pill. That dude. was one of the again best times. I of always my say life. that that was like my favorite film to make. You know. Yeah, like you know why though? Like his, I was still Godfrey. It was like an avant-garde camping trip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it was, yeah. Look, ultimately, like, what do I want to do? Like, I want to make movies with my friends. Yeah, yeah. If that's sitting in a director's chair, yeah. If that's sitting in a DP's chair, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm good at those. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's why not to keep going back to excision and suburban gothic yeah. and stuff, but it was one of those moments where it was like, oh wow, it's not. Like, people that do this are not a world away like how I used to feel. It's like mm-hmm. they're in kind of in your circle if you look around and stuff like that. And um, uh, what was... Suburban Gothic is rated R, right? Did you guys I submit it to the it. MPA? Yeah, yeah, Ricky always has to fight uh, with them. So. Are there... Like, if I wanted to buy, like, a Blu-ray or something, you can... Yeah, you know, the distribution company in America didn't do any anything but you can get a canadian blu-ray oh yeah see i, I think yeah. i'm gonna do that and the canadian poster is way cooler than the american poster well, okay too. there's a there's a website called letterboxd have you ever heard of this no. it's like a social network get on it it's cool it's it's yeah. like a social network for movie buffs for people that just watch a ton of movies and stuff and so anything that i watch i log it in this website just so i can keep track of it because i i find i forget a lot you know like yeah that's technical i have a moleskin what take notes oh yeah no i I also have a notebook too yeah but like you know like it's a good way to uh, keep track but their poster for suburban gothic is way cooler than you know the maybe it is is it the one with cat upside down and goobler and there's yeah. blood things or like little. Here, pull uh, it up. Let's look uh, at it. I'll hold tell on, you. Hold on. And Sorry, then, uh, I was listening to Sia. Which which Sia? I'm alive. Have you seen? <laughs> by the way, have you seen the Swedish Chef sing from the chandeliers yet? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a huge Muppets fan. So. Yeah, I like Muppets too. So you got to hear he's also on the chandelier. <laughs> it's beautiful. Hold on, hold on. Um, I'm added. What else? I feel like you asked me. See, I feel like we should go longer now. Yeah, it's this. No, that seen? is just that was like a temp poster. Um, if you but, oh sorry sir yeah but there's several so that was just a temporary poster there. I Rick, thought that was. Cool. I think Rick made. I like that poster yeah. too. Yeah. And then there's the one with him holding the pitchfork. That's the American. Poster. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then there's one that's like really colorful, and he's. It, I, th- I can't remember if he's on the top or she's on the top but there there's like a blood streak between the middle of them or something oh yeah and it's a good one yeah but uh yeah yes really? so see i feel like the, i mumble it takes me a while to calm down oh are you are you oh, mellow see, now? i'm like mellow now when we first started talking i was like you saw me i'm like twitching and no no it's it's fine so the, the, you, know? you can cut some of that first part out see you're like you have a tough image but yeah. i know inside you're a sweet guy you know see that's i don't understand where that comes from <laughs> Because people are always like, I'm like really intimidated by you. And I'm not okay. intimidating. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. On Little Blue Pill. Okay. I wasn't intimidated. I loved you. Yeah. You know, we, we got along really quickly. 
everybody was intimidated by you. Yeah. And it, it was one of the great, one of these things that I like in life when everybody is intimidated by someone, but that person is very nice to me. Yeah, you know? people <laughs> say that all the time. I don't get it because I... F- I you think know, it's your physicality. You're a big dude. Yeah, I'm know? a big dude. Yeah, six, you're tall. Two. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, and I can, and I like boom, like commands out yeah, to yeah, move lights yeah. and stuff. But yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't, or people are like, you're so confident. And I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> dude, you have no idea what's going on. In but my head. I honestly think that happens when people don't talk that much and then yeah. people kind of fill in the blanks on their own like oh yeah. he's not because i remember on little blue pill it's not like you were a chatterbox no you know i mean i'm pretty focused at work yeah, yeah yeah and being a tp like there's a lot of pressure yeah it's so. not like you're out there to make friends you're, yeah. you know but except with that one makeup girl oh yeah stacy yeah no dice Never. <laughs> right. i was talking to adam carr about that the other oh, day. Yeah. and he was like the best part of that was she had like a boyfriend at the time right? yeah and he'd pick her up Some from set kid. yeah and he's like you would call him by the wrong name on purpose the whole time. <laughs> and i don't even remember doing this but he's like yeah you'd look up and he'd be like his name was like brian and he'd be like you'd be like what's up joe and he'd be like uh yeah it's brian and he'd be like yeah whatever joe and just walk away <laughs> oh you did and i'm like I, i'm like i barely vaguely remember yeah, that yeah i remember that other girl anna that Anna. what that didn't oh, work yeah on the that's movie. right i made out with her yeah did you make yeah, out yeah, yeah good yeah. for you dude. that night that you guys but dude it was a lot of work it wasn't yeah like she she didn't throw it at me i had to work for it i remember you yeah. were like i was in love with her you really i i, I kind of yeah i mean i i never fall in love well, so, so here's totally. a little backstory so yeah. godfrey who uh is an outstanding producer yeah yeah, yeah. Um, one of the best and so he somehow managed to wrangle some deal with Portland State University. Yeah. Um, where while we were shooting Little Blue Pill, we stayed at the dorms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he yeah. pulled that off. And Which, so, again, yeah. contributed to it being a lot of fun. It was fun because, yeah. you know, no, it there's nothing to do. We didn't have TVs and yeah. like, people didn't go to their hotel rooms. And then remember, we would yeah. go all day. And then you'd be kind of tired at the end of yeah. the night. And then once you would get in the car, you'd be like, no, let's get our beers. And well, that was again. the thing. Everyone, it made it so collaborative in yeah. a way because we would just sit in this powwow and have like, I mean, you obviously, we were younger, so we, I don't yeah. know that I could drink four or five beers. Now I stopped drinking completely. Really? <laughs> yeah. I cut back on drinking. Yeah. No, I, I just smoke weed. But yeah, that's, I, I don't even smoke weed. Yeah. I fi- For some reason, I figured that you don't do that anymore. Like, I mean, or, I never really was. Yeah, no. I would smoke weed with you guys every now and then, but I always regretted it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just, not, dude, everybody has their process. I know Ricky, Ricky Darge is a Ooh. huge process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Darge. He loves it. Um, I love it too, but like he was telling me when we talked, like he was like, yeah. yeah I, I, I heard you guys smoking weed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So funny. <laughs> I was like, um, uh, like, you know, he didn't smoke for nine months to make Zen Dog. And yeah. I realized, yeah, I got it. Because I remember on the last night on the rap party, you, you had, we had a talk. Like we, we, yeah. we spoke a little bit. And you sort of were like, hey, lay off the weed, you know, like make your thing. And, you know, like, and yeah, I see on- that's like 25 year old Lucas would be like, do that. And this will happen. <laughs> like 33 year old Lucas is like, your process is whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. No, but I, I don't mean, claim to know anything anymore. No, I mean, you know, but dude, who, who knows it when yeah. they're 25? I thought you were cool. I just know me. Like if I don't, if I kind of don't drink and I, you like, I party. Yeah. When I, yeah. Especially back in the day. And am known for being like a bloodbath, like drinker and putting oh, yeah. everyone <laughs> under the table. But 
for me, like my energy level goes up, you know? So yeah. I only sleep when I'm not drinking and, you know, relax and like eating right. I only sleep like five to six hours a day, a uh, night and yeah. feel fucking amazing. Yeah. And then, you know, like you just lose that time to, you could be working on something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. that's, everyone has their own process. Like, yeah. I get, I'm not yeah. sure Ricky Darge could function <laughs> hitting the volcano. Yeah, yeah. By the way, do you, I, the one thing I'm super jealous of Rick that guy produces more stuff than anyone I've ever met. He's a wizard. Sorry, Harrison. God damn. Yeah, he's like a f- creative factory. Exactly. I am in awe of that yeah. guy. Like, like he's my friend, and he, yeah. we're friends, you know. But he's just—he just has this creative sense that yeah. I, I don't want to say envy because I don't envy anybody. But like, it's like. Wow! I like am, I envy him. Out the I do envy of him. Stuff out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I'm just like God. Who is? How? How? Who? Do you never sleep? Yeah, like, but I've seen him twice now. Like I was in yeah. one of his things, and then I was in another thing yeah. that he he's cutting still, or he hasn't done, or he put it away for a while. Yeah, I've seen the energy that he he has, and it's it's amazing to watch. Like he he's alive and sort of because on little blue pill i don't think he cared that much you know well, like he was a camera assistant yeah and no. he, you know once again godford wrangled some fucking deal with <laughs> this guy that owned the camera to be the camera assistant yeah yeah, yeah. and he I, you know he he was not like he was not someone who wanted to be a professional camera assistant he was a dp and a yeah, director, yeah, yeah and you know the guy worked hard and showed up every day and was awesome and like we told jokes and he uh you guys he were was, a funny pair. He was great, and, <laughs> but like you, you, you know, if your passion's not there, then yeah, yeah. And like the really good first ACs are like those weird old school craftsmen. Yeah, you know, who are like guys that if they weren't camera assistants, they'd be making watches or yeah. gunsmithing or yeah. some like meticulous thing. But but it, all these things that you're saying about Godfred, Aaron yeah. Godfred, is the reason he's such a good producer. <laughs> like he just knows how to do the. He doesn't. You know, he just knows how to well, do and it. And we like, made Little Blue Pill for like forty nine dollars. So, <laughs> yeah, know, like he yeah. had to. He had to be. And thing. it was like what seven years ago now? Yeah, seven God, years. Was ago. it that long yeah. ago? Holy just, shit! Doesn't time trip you out Fuck. when you stop to think about Dude, it? Dude, you know, I looked at. We were when we were in Budapest. I saw like both of us standing in a mirror outside the elevator, and I'm just like. Holy shit! When did we get this old? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're not. Because I'm used to yeah. seeing pictures of us from Little Blue Pill when. <laughs> you know, I had like a white headband on. And yeah, 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 big aviators. Yeah, it was crazy. It was... So back to this girl, though. Yeah, go ahead. So we were staying in the dorms, and this girl was a student in summer school. Yeah, and she just somehow fell in with the little blue pill yeah. crew, and Nasir was working. Some, I, I worked hard. Some legit game. Yeah, yeah. I, I it was hard. It was yeah. it was taxing. But see, that's the thing. Like, I hate the feeling of liking. A chick, really? I do because that's crazy. I, yeah, that's like the best feeling in the world. No, I know, but it is. But you feel like some of your power, some of your control, gets checked. You know what I mean? Like, and you're I, not really, see me. I'm like willing to give that shit up. Really? Like, yeah, dude. I'm not. I no. It's not that I'm not because I sound weird saying that. No, but like, no, it's it's. I will run away from a broken heart 
maybe until the end of my life. Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I just hate that feeling. I had some of that feeling with Anna, and I just didn't like it. Yeah. Like it was. Well, she was also kind of a sketchy. She, she was kind of crazy. <laughs> she, she deleted me from Facebook. Really? What did you do? Nothing. She, I, I think she got that. like a new boyfriend, and she didn't want to explain. Yeah, the fact that you hooked LA up with guy. a raghead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the best. Oh, thanks, um, that's crazy. But yeah, no, it, it, Little Blue Pill, again, I think I've said it yeah. like a million times in my life, like it, the greatest time I've ever had. It was, yeah, that it, was it, fun. It just was. Like, and that's, I want to get to the root of this. I don't want to be vulnerable to, to oh. the sex thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel uh, like I'm the av- opposite. I'm like, one of those people who was in love with being in love for see a I, long time. I, I I get that feeling. It's just it's I'm I keep those feelings locked in a box. I I can't do it. I I I had one serious girlfriend my whole life. Yeah. One, and the heartbreak from that was enough for me to be like, oh. And then the thing is, I I understand it's kind of pathetic being thirty three. No, that's and, not pathetic. I'm thirty three and single. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, but I mean, being thirty three and being like, no, Fuck, <laughs> yeah. that's not pathetic at all. Yeah. Okay. All cool. that means is you finally understand the stakes. Yeah. Exactly. It's like it's like 25. I'm not totally close to the idea of having like a partner. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm too old. You you know what's like? It's heavy. It's it's it is he- heavy. You know, and it's like sometimes it's well, like. See, I mean, I have been pretty. You, single for like probably the longest period of my adult life right now oh yeah yeah how long fuck i don't know um at least like i got you beat by years so (laughs) by years yeah probably like a year now oh see that's nothing that's like have you tried like tinder or any of that stuff yeah it's i suck at it i'm horrible really hey baby and then they delete me like i don't know what to (laughs) say to get to that you know like Like, hi, how you doing? One girl... Dude, do you have some? Pull some Tinder up? Oh, hold up, I'll, I'll, hold up. Let's yeah, we'll yeah. write some Tinder. Okay, together. okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's do something interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna show you what it, what it how horrible I am at this Tinder. Do you have Bumble? No. I had to, I, I have Tinder. And I, I, like, tried it. I felt like I was in the fucking meat market. Though. It's weird. It's bizarre. And but, girls, like... Not, you know... Do, not you have, the, do you have Happen? I do have Happen. That's hard to... Have you... I've never got anyone to connect that I didn't know previously. Yeah, no. And uh, I was actually at the comic book store. This is the only time I've ever actually used Happen for the purpose it was. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, kind of, I'd just gotten back from the gym. I'm really sweaty. And some girl, like, approaches me, right? Uh Uh-huh. And she's like, (laughs) which, first of all, you're in a comic book store. Yeah. And I'm disgusting. (laughs) And I'm just, like, trying to get some, like, a comic and like i'm gonna go home and sit on my couch and i'm just like drink some tea and just have lucas time yeah yeah and so (laughs) this girl has this dog and she like approaches me and she's like hey do you play uh hearthstone and i'm like oh i know what hearthstone is it's like blizzard's version of magic the gathering because my uh business partner is like a semi-pro video game yeah and i'm like no i don't you know and then her dog kind of growls at me and she's like hey uh if you want to pet the dog like um you know he'll he'll be nice to you and so it still hasn't clicked yet like this girl's flirting with you (laughs) (laughs) and so i pet the dog and the dog likes me and then she's like well i really want someone to like teach me about this and and it clicks, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, this chick's hitting on me!" Yeah, and yeah. she's way too hot to hit on me. Yeah, and she's in a comic book <laughs> yeah, store. Yeah. 
It's like, a dream. Right. Like, <laughs> this doesn't happen. <laughs> you know? And so I just fucking melt down. Really? Like, oh, you- totally. Like, no. <laughs> I mean, the co- people say I'm confident. I'm all, uh, uh, what's the dog's name? <laughs> you know? And I just lose it. And then she's like, what are you looking for? And I'm like, I'm looking for this comic called uh, Red Sun where Superman lands in the Russia. And uh, it's pretty cool. Well, did it she pick hilarious. up? Like, was she like, oh, this guy's long. Dude, she was so fucking generous. And, <laughs> like, she kept talking to me, and I just kept, like, I don't know what happened. It was just, it caught me so off guard, so it fried my wiring. And I was just trying to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, like, really, finally, she just gave up. And she's like, this guy's a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't get his shit together. I, and yeah. then she, like, kind of went out to her car, and I think she was kind of, like, standing outside her car and she's like maybe he'll get his shit together and come out here and i just like hid in the comic book store like a child <laughs> all right you don't you don't know how bad <laughs> okay okay so this is this girl i matched with okay I've, what are you gonna say eva what's okay what's look, look at the first of all she's 25 she's 25 that's fine yeah. i'm i'm mentally 21 but okay i am a pretty we- this is me trying to get something this see. is how terrible she i am she she did not respond once Does she have anything to go with though Oh, I like, know. how do I know she's not a bot? No, not even that, but... Yeah, let's see what they have not... Look, she... Let me see her picture. First, dude, this girl's way too young for you, first <laughs> She's not... She doesn't even look too Okay, okay, bad. let me, let me, let me okay, go let's to... let's read it. Because the other ones that are really bad, I got no, blocked. No, let's find one right now. Okay. What do you say? What do you say that's so bad? Okay, well, okay, here's one. Here's this girl. She's, like, yawning in this picture. Yeah, which means she's probably pretty cool. She, she's 26. Yeah, she seems like... A, yeah. Okay, my first message. You ever go to the Beverly... And that's it. And like the theater? You yeah. You should put Beverly Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought she's a cool girl. She might know what that is. <laughs> right. See, my, my thinking is like, she'll be like, oh, the Beverly, he's a cool guy. You know? Yeah. Like, no, I think you could say that to someone. But yeah. Just say the Beverly Theaters. Yeah. And then and then I say, eh, lame pickup. My bad. If you ever want to chill and get coffee and talk about the state of the world, hit me up. Peace out. Kissy face. Which is so... No, yeah, you can't emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but, see, back. that's my problem. I emoji constantly like a fucking preteen girl but okay okay let's like and then this is like a month later or something i'm like i was bored i was horny you know i'm like let's like connect and make friends let me take you out for coffee see that's you know what is you're 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 just a sweet guy and you're being too sweet yeah exactly they want a dickhead well you don't even have to be a dick though but just don't be like let's connect yeah hey let's let's connect i mean (laughs) see because the thing is like i i i feel like i i have to like go out of my way to be like i am not going to hurt you yeah but i think people when you do that it's they, like they think, they think you're overcompensating yeah yeah, yeah you know? that's true and then they think you're crazy this one chick uh i think i did pretty good and then it turns out she's a stripper at this place at, at yeah. silver rain this strip club and i saw her there when i went there with my cousin <laughs> and i didn't know it was her and then later okay so this so is okay two and two together yeah later. yeah I was okay. That's probably not a good way. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I, did you say I saw you at the strip club? I did. And Tinder? Yeah. yeah. I don't think <laughs> that, I'm not sure that's the play, you know? Yeah, you know. I suck at it. What can I say? You know? Let us make art, I said. Let's see. Do you do you have a connect with anybody that you haven't written anything yet? Let's see if um, we can. Yeah, okay. Let's. I spent a little time writing copy, so maybe. Oh, I, I have a bunch. Uh, see, none of these chicks I would like. And then the ones that are really hot, you can tell they're fake. Like, they're, like, robots yeah. or something, you know. But uh, let's try Janae. Let's see. This, let me see. What, oh, she's cute. Yeah. Let's see what she uh, what her message says. 
See what? None of yours have captions. I feel like this because see, I always like try to ma- say something off this caption. See, like, what would you say to Janae if you if you? Well, the problem is because you know, like, her Instagram is on here. So, you, see, I like would dig for a detail. First of all, this girl seems crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's got uh, the color purple. Oh, that's play, cool. Play so there, you know, you could start with that. Hey, baby, let's watch the color purple. Be like, do you like? Yeah. So I think like lead with a question. Okay. So be like, text her. Okay. And be like, I saw, I saw your Instagram. Do you think the color purple is better as a play or a movie? Okay. I saw your Instagram. No emoji, right? No emoji. Okay, okay. Zero emojis. Okay. Comma. Do you think... What was it? Do, do you think the play is better or the movie? Do you think the play is better or the movie? By the way, Rosa Parks rocks. No, don't No, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, why would you write that? <laughs> no, because, you know, she's... You know, yeah, I got, I, connect. I, I, I noticed that, <laughs> no. All right. that she's African-American, okay. but you should not write that. <laughs> All right, okay. I saw your Instagram. Do you think... The, oh, wait. I wrote play wrong. <laughs> or say I saw the playbill on your Instagram. Okay, I saw the playbill on your Instagram. Do you think the play is better or the movie? Question mark. And let's Question see what she says. Yeah, she she probably won't. Let's see who else. Well, let's see. But I feel like that. See, then you like maybe then she'll try to engage with you yeah. since you left it open in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a it's a hard game, Lucas. Especially in it's L.A. Just talking to people, man. Well, dude, see, the thing is, I think the reason why Portland was so crazy for me is because here, even if it feels like, even if you're fucking like Leonardo DiCaprio, not Leonardo DiCaprio, like even if you're somebody big, mm-hmm. there's always someone bigger and chicks are always kind of like, like my friend just moved here from Irvine and he's like, yeah, these girls here, they're all, it seems like they're all auditioning when they walk down the street. And it's like, we, when we went to Portland, the chicks were so different. Like, it was like, show business was not really a big thing. Here, it's so ubiquitous and just everywhere. And then when you go there, I don't know, do you get what I'm saying? Like, well, it's I mean, just, I, look, I think you can find plastic people anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have, like, a lot of my family's from Dallas, and then they, you have, like, that weird big hair Texas stereotype. Yeah. And I know plenty of assholes that I grew up with in Wyoming. So, I think you just, like, you find ways to seek out and meet interesting people yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. going to cinema and grabbing coffee at the place next door i don't yeah. know like what i mean you're taking relationship advice from me i'm not exactly <laughs> but you've been in, like you've been in a few relationships right like yeah but and by the way i've blown not so much on tinder because i don't give a shit but no definitely blown it with girls i've liked writing overly long messages and things i uh, see that's the thing like i like I I never I hate the and it's I haven't felt it in such a long time because I just yeah. don't put myself out there like that. I hate the feeling of being rejected. I hate really? it. Yeah, I can't take it. I don't like it. Well, if you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, you know. See, like, see part of me is like if you don't like it, you should do it more. Really? You know? And then you like build up some scar tissue or something. See, you know? if I, I'm total real talk in yeah. Portland, if I wasn't so persistent with anna i think she would have hooked up with either you or george ross or somebody like for real you know what i mean like i was just one, so like one of those fucking snakes yeah, in the grass. yeah yeah <laughs> but um but you know it was just because i was persistent and i was like fuck it i'm in portland i'm having this experience i want to experience yeah. this thing and then even like when i i left i forgot about it i wasn't like oh i want to well, and i was sort of like seeing that girl marry you 
So remember they went to college with her? Oh, right, right, right. I remember. Yeah. She was really nice. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She was cool. Yeah. I never really kept in touch with her, but oh, yeah. we did for a, while, a long time after yeah. that. Yeah. No, she was, I remember her being very nice and very cool. Like yeah. a very cool girl. That's, you, yeah. I you, guess you were that age where you could like have like a, I'm going to be there for four weeks and we'll just make this we'll work. fling and you know, like. You know, the first time I ever went to a strip club was in Portland. Really? Yeah. That oh, was my wow. first experience. How was remember it? we shot the scene with where we're supposed to be the prostitutes and then at club sesso or whatever yeah i didn't go to club sesso the when they were like actually doing the gross shit though did they well they it's a swingers club and well, so no they i mean scouted it but i hadn't got to portland yet but like and apparently it was intense yeah that's kind of is <laughs> yeah um so yeah so we shot this scene that the the boys in little blue pill go to uh, a strip club uh or no they go to a brothel yeah, in the movie, and so we hired Godfrey, being the producing genius, hires like strippers. Yeah, so that way they would be comfortable with nudity. Yeah. And, um, so, but they and they were very comfortable with nudity to the point where I was like, God, "Can you guys not go through the lunch line topless? Because yeah. <laughs> I can't get the grips to get through this." Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, they're just like staring at with you. Malice, yeah. Or malice. yeah. She lives in LA now. Yeah, yeah. I've never. I haven't. I think she works at like Cheetahs now, but I've never, oh, yeah. I've never gone over there to say hi or anything. I know Dave saw her again, and she was in a little short or something. He oh, did. really? Um, oh yeah, he told me. He he said he went up to her and was like, yeah. "Hey, do you remember me?" And she didn't. Kind of. So, and... Yeah. So basically, they these uh, women invited us to their strip club on that like our first weekend after yeah. that shoot. And we had the uh, time of our lives. It was, it was the first weekend or was it the last? Well, I think we shut them on like a Thursday and then uh-huh. we had to work Friday. Yeah. And yeah. then so Saturday night we went. Oh. We went. Because I remember one night everybody went and that was the night I made out with Anna. That was the night. Oh, I... so that's where you were yeah, while we were doing that. Yeah. The story comes full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought you that. knew. I thought I everybody knew. Dude. No. I remember. I, mean, I, I knew you guys like were close, but I didn't know. I don't know the finer details. Yeah, no. But it was it was work. It was a lot of work. It was a ton of work. Good work. Yeah, you know. But anyway, Lucas, I love you, man. Dude, so good to see you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm going to come and we're going to do Tinder with Lucas. Oh, so for sure. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a reoccurring segment. Yeah. But on, Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's all I got for you today. Anything else? Give me a fist bump, man. Yeah, brother. Thanks for Thanks, having me. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming all right. by. All Later. right. Cool. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasred. Email me at Nasredpodcast at gmail.com and visit me at Nasred.com for all of your Nasred needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes and leave me a beautiful review. Goodbye, friends. Have a wonderful day.